Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Digital Audio Health by... Cymatrax. It's Al Cole from CBS Radio, and I want to tell you about a Renaissance woman who excels at everything she puts her innovative mind to. And you know, I'm going to start it out like this. What would you say if I told you that I was going to introduce you to a lady who is a very successful business entrepreneur and a world-class creative force as a realtor, interior designer, hosts charity golf tournaments for wildlife, and is the cutting-edge author of the stunning Magical Forces Within? Well, Al, I'd say makes the introduction, brother. <laughs> I've just been dying to learn some of all of those things from somebody who sounds like a real magnetic lady. <laughs> well... You're in luck because not only can you learn about the fabulous life accomplishments of this woman, whose name happens to be Rhonda Grant, <laughs> but week in and week out, Rhonda will introduce you to some of the most exciting guests on the planet as she hosts her own awesome podcast, The Rhonda Grant Show, on Contact Talk Radio. Week to week, Rhonda skillfully weaves the magical forces within her with the extraordinary discoveries in the sometimes ordinary lives of her guests who blossom before your very eyes through the guidance and know-how of such a skilled and sensitive host as Rhonda Grant. you got to check it out. Check out all the action at RhondaGrantAuthor.com. That's RhondaGrantAuthor.com to witness the extraordinary discoveries in otherwise ordinary lives. And I hear some of you asking right now, well, Al, how do you know all this? <laughs> I'll tell you. It's because I weave some of the same magic on my own nationally syndicated show called People of Distinction. It's all about humanity at its best. Every guest with extraordinary things to say about the magical forces within life itself. Get it? So check them out. The Rhonda Grant Show, Extraordinary Discoveries in Ordinary Lives, and People of Distinction, created by me, Al Cole from CBS Radio, now hosted by my amazing son, Benji Cole. You can check out People of Distinction on Apple Music or email me for exciting updates on my music and my books, too, especially Romance for Women on Amazon. Email me at al at alcoholic.com. You heard me right. That's A L at A-L-C-O-L-E-H-O-L-I-C.com. And I really want to thank my CBS radio listeners for coming up with that handle, Alcoholic. <laughs> Seems like from day one, my listeners have been saying, Al, we love what you're doing there, brother. In fact, we're hooked on it. We're Alcoholics. So here we go in classic form with a swing of a golf club as she hosts another charity golf tournament for wildlife and another incomparable Rhonda Grant show. So all together, everybody, here's Rhonda. Welcome to the Rhonda Grant show's first Christmas special with our guest, Zayla, who is a spiritual teacher, mentor, and author. Merry Christmas, everyone. You are in for a real treat this Christmas Eve, a gift that will reignite the sacred spirit of Christmas and bring back what it's like to be a child. I am so pleased to welcome Zayla back to our show. We had Zayla on earlier this year, and we enjoyed his talk so much 
that I thought we should have them back. When I learned that Zayla had a special story for Christmas, I thought what a perfect opportunity for our listeners. Christmas is a very special time and should be a refresher for all of us. A refresher of the true childlike magic we once had, but seem to have gotten lost as we got older. Zayla is going to share with us how we can make this Christmas special so that magic can happen again, especially for our children, regardless of their age, the young and the young at heart as well. Zayla, I know you have a wonderful Christmas gift for all of our listeners in your Christmas message and that you're going to share it with us this Christmas Eve. I'm so excited to have you back on the show, and I'm looking forward to your Christmas message and all the goodies that go with it. It's going to be a magical time, so listeners, please pull up your chairs and let's listen to Zayla as he warms our hearts with this Christmas story. Welcome to the Rhonda Grant Show, Zayla. Great to have you back. Please let us know how we can make this Christmas magical. Thank you, Rhonda, for having me on your show. I mean, I acknowledge what it is that you do in terms of your service you know, a service to humanity. Thank you once again uh, to having me on your show. Christmas is a special time of year, but most people have really lost the true meaning of Christmas. And the true meaning of Christmas um, is to celebrate our contemporary Christ in mass form. His name was, original name was Yeshua Ben Joseph. And uh, that was changed to Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus was trained by the Jesuits, French. And there's quite a similarity, if you uh, can see it, in je suis and Jesus. Je suis in French means I am. So je suis Christ, I am Christ. I'm sure not a coincidence. But, you know, there were... (laughs) original angel messengers that were trained about the true meaning of, of the Christ in mass season. And, and they, they knew this story. In fact, they were called No Wells, K-N-O-W-W-E-L-L-S. And that got converted to N-O-E-L. So I am I know well. I know the story of Christmas, and there's so much here I can't possibly explain it in in the short time that we have together. But I will say this: that the spirit of Christmas has to do with children <clears throat> and the child. Excuse me, and the and the child in every one of us is what Christmas is all about, and the childlike properties are obvious at this time of year, especially Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve is about presents and not necessarily the ones that are wrapped. I'm talking about presents, being present in the moment of what's going on, especially Christmas Eve, because if you're if you're busy on Christmas Eve and you're on the phone and you're doing business and you've got all kinds of other matters, you've missed Christmas Eve mm-hmm. is what you have. And so it's written within, I believe, the DNA within each of us as to the fact that we just know Christmas Eve is sacred and Christmas Day is sacred and we need to be present with that. And so after I teach this today, most people will look at Christmas 
hopefully a little different. Hopefully they'll remember what Christmas truly meant. And I mean, the word remember means to attach to the whole. If we have a kangaroo and we notice that it's got five members, two arms, two legs, and a tail. And if the tail is removed and we would have to stitch it back on, we would remember it, which means it's attached to the whole again. And that's like us. During Christmas, we must remember what life is all about. And at the right time, each of us gets introduced to the bigger picture, which was a celebration of this Christ and in mass season, which means that each of us have the possibility to become a Christ in mass. I mean, the Bible refers to the mighty seventh seal. And it doesn't say the seventh chakra, it says the seventh seal. And I believe there's seven seals within each of us, seven energy centers. And I believe also that in what Jesus said, that what I can do, you can do also more. Well, how's that possible? Well, that's possible by opening up our innocence, our childlike properties, peace. The childlike properties principally are love, peace, the observer, a light heart, and trust and presence. Now, trust and presence are two halves of the same pancake, I believe. And so Jesus was known as the Prince of Peace. It's our time during Christmas time to put peace as a priority. Peace and presence are bedfellows. And this is supposed to be a time for spiritual celebration and the marking of our personal evolutionary progress. Every Christmas time, we should be examining how far we've evolved from last year this time. What did we forgive? Who did we forgive? It's a time of reflection, a time of serious reflection and review. And I mean, the original intention of Christmas was meant to be the conscious celebration of the spirit of, of each human advancing closer and closer to their divinity their Christ in mass consciousness. And I believe it's an annual wake-up call for a personal review of your own divinity. Now, this has got some incredible applications, but it's mostly about children. Children. Christmas is for children. And especially the child in each one of us adults and so I'm going to cover something here about the childlike properties, and I'm going to suggest to the audience that if there's any small children that are present in listening to me delivering, I'm going to highly suggest that you need to take a moment right here to ensure that we as adults are only here, because this is a very sacred bridge that I'm about to cross, and it's the sacred bridge of the reality of Santa's existence. So perhaps just take a moment and let's ensure that we're together as adults. This element of how to cross the classic crow question of the child 
I have to preface with this. A couple of questions. What's more important? A truth that draws a tear or a lie that draws a smile? Well, let me cross this very important bridge. And to continue in the Christ in Mass story. You know, consciousness is such that it knows if you've been naughty or nice. It knows because it's set up by your worthiness. So at Christmas time, the real answer is love is Santa. The universe is Santa. Your consciousness is Santa. But eventually, this filters down to the reality of Santa being questioned whether or not Santa's for real. And it's the real answer on how to not end the magic in that question for the innocent ones. So this is about the classic childhood question. Is Santa real? Now, hopefully you're going to love what you hear. And this specific story, this path has been developed over time through true teachers. I am a true teacher. And it's this story, this method, is to cross one of life's most difficult, important bridges. I think you'll like it. So let's start. In families, there needs to be a special way of transitioning children from just receiving gifts from Santa for years to becoming part of the new Santa story. It's called the Santa Claus team. And this is from receiving gifts to providing joy to the world. And what you're about to hear is a magical bridge that can be established to be very helpful to a child's development and the gentle transitioning of the question of the authenticity of Christmas and Santa himself. Let me explain. This following method is where Santa's magical construct is not taken away. Is not proving to be a devastating, disappointing lie that gets uncovered. But instead, it's an opportunity for an unfolding series of transformational good deeds that perpetuate the true magical spirit of Christmas. Now, when kids are six or seven, and sometimes before, Whenever you, as mom and dad, sense that familiar, dawning suspicion of disappointment, then it's time to get proactive to discuss the thought that Santa may not be a real person. Ah, the perfect time. For that is when the child is ready to cross the bridge to a new reality. One that's not going to be about deceit. It's not going to be about disappointment, sadness. Now, the idea is to cross this bridge by 
taking the child out of the home, maybe to the Dairy Queen, where there are milkshakes and ice cream cones and various treats, and have a private session, a very personal chat. Get a booth, I would suggest. Perhaps start a, a sensitive, intimate parental chat, maybe reaching across the table and touching the hand or the arm of the child. And you could start with, you know, Johnny, you sure have grown a lot, a lot in this past year, I've really noticed. Not only are you taller, but I can see that your heart has grown too. Point out two or three examples of maturity and caring behavior in the last year. Notice especially and say where there was acts of consideration of other people's feelings and good deeds by the child. In fact, you might want to say, you know, your heart has really grown so much that I think you're ready to hear the bigger part concerning Christmas and the true, real Santa Claus story. Now, very few people know what I'm about to tell you about this true Santa Claus story. So I'm going to tell you that it's a secret. And I know you're just going to love this secret, but I need to stress this is a serious secret. All right? And maybe a cookie eye, a wink right here. What I'm about to tell you will change the rest of your life, but only if you're ready. I think you're ready. You've probably noticed by now that most of the Santa Clauses that you see are people dressed up like Santa. Maybe even some of your friends have told you that there's no Santa. Well, they don't know what I'm about to tell you. A lot of children actually think that way because they've not been ready to be told the true secret about what I'm about to tell you. Santa is a much, much bigger story than you know and all your friends know. But the truth is, I'm letting you know right now that I'm letting you in on a much bigger story, the real truth. And this is because your kind and caring ways that you've demonstrated over the last year and a little longer, maybe two years. But you're at the age now where you can be part of what we call the Santa's team. Yep. Right. Can you imagine? Let me expand. Let me explain. I think you're ready. In fact, I know you're ready, but only you could really answer that after we finish our talk. Do you want to hear more about this? Well, I, knew, I knew you would. Now, you first under, must understand that there's only way, one way to get on the team, the Santa's team. First, you must be invited to be part of the secret Santa team. Not everybody gets invited to be part of this, you know. Maybe one in 10,000 kids gets invited. So let me tell you the best things about the Santa team. And I got to tell you again, not very many people even know what I'm about to tell you. So it's actually one of the biggest secrets in the world. 
What does Santa get for all his trouble? What does he get? He gets milk and cookies and sometimes a little more. And that little more is having a very good feeling of having done something good for someone else by giving them gifts. The Christmas has always been about giving. In fact, all of life is actually about giving. And especially without anybody knowing the gift came from you. So now I think maybe you're ready to start understanding and even thinking about your being part of this secret Santa team itself. That joining this Santa team, this movement, is an offer that is not made to everyone. You have to be very special. The invitation only can be made secretly to special children who are recommended and invited by their mom and dad. Now, the child has to care about wanting to do good, of course, and has to be able to keep this secret. So this needs to be stressed that it's a secret. The invitations are offered by mom and dads if the child is loving, kind, and can keep the secret. So maybe throughout this dissertation exchange, maybe you just reassert that the secret has to be kept. And the secret is that they're part now of the Santa Claus team itself. Only for special kids. Only for special. Most don't even know what I'm about to tell you here. Now, this can be your first year. And if it is your first year, then we call you a newbie. <laughs> That's right. Now, mom and dad, make sure that you got to make sure that the proper secret, conspiratorial, tone of magic, and being an elusive Santa team member. You got to make sure that that energy is, is portrayed. You might say, well, Johnny, it's quite an honor and a secret. You can't remember, you can't tell anybody. It's a secret society. Agree? Perhaps, mom or dad, you could make a, again, a wink uh, to the child throughout the process here. Then ask the child to think about someone that they know, a neighbor, maybe, perhaps, that they could give a special gift to secretly. Stress that the child's mission is to be done secretly, deviously, if necessary, to find out that someone special uh, that they select as to what that person really needs. Then the new Santa team is to purchase it. This new Santa team member, the child is to purchase it with their own money. They wrap it and secretly delivering it without being discovered. It should be stressed that in order to keep their Santa team membership, the newbie must never reveal to the recipient, or anyone else for that matter, of who the gift was for, where the gift was purchased, and for what cost. Being a Santa team member is about doing things very sacredly and secretly. It's not about getting praise for giving, though. It's about giving secretly, just like Santa. 
You see, Johnny, all of life is about unselfish giving, especially secretly, so that no one knows that you gave them that gift. Oh, you and mom and dad, we know, but no one else. Being a newbie, you have to regard this process as sacred. Now, the newbie must also be told that no one could ever know that he's even part of the Santa team. Team members don't share their secrets with anyone or amongst themselves. Only the parents know. Over the Christmas years, the child will choose a good number of people, always coming up with the one that needs it the most, choosing a unique gift for them with money that the newbie has earned and saved. So many cherished family memories will come out of this. Perhaps one year the child may even polish up his bike, put a new seat on it, and give it to another child or perhaps a family that is in poverty and could not even afford a bike for their child. The Santa team child should ask his or her parents if that's okay, and if the recipient is especially if the recipient is another child. Can you imagine the look on a poor girl's face when she sees the bike on the patio with the big bow on it and her name on the name tag? Possibly as much as, as much good on the look on your own child's face. Such a beautiful thing. When it comes time for the next younger sibling in the family to join the Team Santa ranks, enter the elder child can come along and help with the introductory ways of doing this. Then both can turn out to be excellent life givers behind the veil of anonymity, and they will never feel that they have been lied to, all because they were let in on the secret part of the Santa movement. So if we could, let's imagine the child who was selected to be part of the, the team, choosing the first recipient who the neighborhood kids perhaps called the witch lady. She lived in the neighbor, on the neighborhood corner. She was thought of as being really spooky. She had a rickety fence around her house and would never let kids go onto the yard, not even to get a stray ball or a frisbee. The witch lady, as she was called, would always shout at the kids to get away from her fence and not to even think about coming in her yard and to go someplace else to play. The newbie, let's say, noticed that when he rode to school with his parents, that the witch lady came out every morning about that same time to get her newspaper in bare feet at the front gate. He noticed she needed slippers. Next, the newbie <laughs> had to go spy and guess how big her feet were. So he hid in the bushes one Saturday and he observed. He decided she was a medium. Next. He then went to Walmart and he bought some warm slippers with his own money that he had earned. He wrapped them up and tagged the package, Merry Christmas from Santa. After dinner one evening, he slipped down to her house and he quietly slid the package under her driveway gate. The next morning, he watched her shuffle out to get the newspaper and he noticed the beautifully wrapped, and she noticed the beautifully wrapped gift. She picked up the gift, went inside. The newbie, being so very excited, could not wait to see what would happen next. 
Well, the next morning when he was observing, there she was getting her newspaper, wearing the new slippers. He was ecstatic. Now, the newbie may have to be reminded that no one could ever know what he gave <laughs> because he would no longer then be a member of the Santa team. Perhaps a discussion of this exhilarating feeling of giving love behind the veil of anonymity would stay a true life value, a life treasure of love. Now, I believe this is an excellent way to convert the typical Santa trauma question, <laughs> while being an excellent facility for bridging the childhood dreams of Christmas time gifts and Santa Claus. And it can and will produce many Mona Lisa smiles over the ages from children, their parents, and even grandparents in generations to come. And not only that, as Christmas passes, the same principle of giving anonymously, not just at Christmas time, but throughout the year. Imagine what that could do for the whole planet with a whole new generation of children coming up. After all, I say children must be greater than the parents in life in order for the world to progress. Now, I want to say thank you. It's been my play, sure, to present this different methodology of how we can get past the typical, typical traumatic question for children. What do you think, Rhonda? I love that. Thank you so much. What a beautiful Christmas story. And I mean, there are a lot of parents that um, are, they don't know if uh, they've been told at school um, and uh, so it's really nice to uh, broach this this subject in the gentle kindness and, and the story that you've told us. So I thank you very much. You are listening to the Rhonda Grant Show, whose podcast has been treated with digital audio health by Simatrax. And I'm speaking with Zayla, a fantastic Christmas storyteller for sure. How many people reach you, Zayla? <laughs> it depends on the time of year, Rhonda. It yes. does. Yeah, I mean, Christmas speaks to different people in different ways. And I mean, we're all walking each other home here, Rhonda. Yes. We all are. On this half of the sky, we are. We're all trying to help each other. So it varies from time to time. Yes. Do you have a website that people may visit? Yes. You can find me at www.thecft.ca. www.thecft. Now, the CFT stands for the Center for Transformation. So you can see and read all about me there. We've got lots of references, lots of people that have been experiencing the level of truth of which I teach. I mean, we're a meditation center and so much more. We're not religious. We're very spiritual. And we've been around for 21 years. We're the best kept secret in the world, I believe. Mm-hmm. Nice. Do you have another story to share with us this Christmas? Well, uh, not so much a story, but some perception changers. Okay. And let me just say this, that intention is high. Uh, it, it should be really, really high at this time of year, because if you don't know what your intentions are for purchasing of gifts and 
how to treat the holidays, etc. Your body during this high holiday time, Rhonda, goes into intention. And I tell people, how will your intentions be this high holiday? You know, may your intention be to get into being more than just doing. Mm-hmm. And if you do, you'll find that you'll realize you're a human being. You're not a human pasting. You're not a human future. Yeah. You're a human being. And the idea is to bring more beingness into this time of year. You bring more beingness into your doingness, and you'll find that you'll access some of your childlike properties. And I mean, for you to have a now moment with the people in your life, and now moments are when you have no other thoughts other than what's going on in the moment. All right, your memories are a series of now moments. Uh, for you to have now moments with your mom and dad, you remember them. And if you go back and to your mom and dad and say, Do you remember this time? And they'll go, No. And it was an now moment for you, but it wasn't for them. And ideally, mm-hmm. I think that magic occurs when the parent is capable of bringing more now moments into the child's life, especially at Christmas time, especially with all that we love. Now moments are key, which means that you're going to have to be present. Mm -hmm. A lot of people find it hard to be present, though, um, because there's so many things going on at Christmas. Do you have sort of a simple idea to give people uh, to ground them when things just seem a little bit overwhelming, uh, trying to put that Christmas dinner together and make sure everybody has a drink and all those different things. Um, Is there anything that you can teach that would ground a person to get out of their head and into their heart? Absolutely. Here's how you do it. You got to do it by being present to your breath. Take a moment, just slow right down and honor your breath. Just breathe, breathe. Now remember, spirit connects to matter in you through your breath. Once the breath is gone, Rhonda, you're gone to the other half of the sky. So the idea is to take a deep breath and find some resolve. And I mean, how many taxing matters have you had in life where you just go, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, whoa. And you'll find that if you do this more, and if you breathe more, you're going to find that you can connect with yourself, your higher self. If you do that more, the magic can come into your life. Not only that, if you do it often enough through meditation, you're going to get your childhood, childlike properties back. And remember, Rhonda, the universe favors childlike properties. These are, once again, our innocence, uh, the observer, love, presence, trust. And if you go to these and think about them more in your life, you'll find there's going to be a magical spirit that's going to come back in, and it's all through breath, Rhonda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, um, you know, when you're preparing for Christmas, um, people don't mind waiting five minutes for you to ground yourself, you know, 
and to uh, take those breaths and to become centered again. Um, and, and then to pick up those conversations with your friends and family. I really it appreciate it. That's nice. Oh, it's beautiful. It helps if you've got some humor. You know, I mean, I, I always say that this is a time of year, especially child, child humor is great. I mean, I, I, I'll give you a couple right here that I rather enjoy okay. that are good for children. And that is, what is a cat's favorite breakfast? A cat's favorite breakfast is mice krispies. <laughs> Another one that I like to tell to children is that I have a grandfather, for God's sakes. Uh, yes. and I've grand, uh, you know, I have grandkids now that are adults. But the other one that I like to tell is why did Batman have to run back to the Batcave? Well, Rhonda, he had to go to the Bat Room. <laughs> I've never heard those, and I've heard a lot of jokes. <laughs> those well, are like great. I like to think I'm an original. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so what do you believe is the true nature of this mystical season that we are in right now? The true nature is presence, is sacred. It's supposed to be an annual evolutionary report card of how much each of us, how much have you evolved since last year, this time? What did you forgive? Who did you forgive? Do you remember giving, loving, behind the veil of anonymity? What did you do? And so as a result, if you are reflecting on love, there's a natural recalibration that occurs if you're reflecting on love, the love that you have of everyone right now, what would happen if you looked around your stage and realized that not all these people might be here next year, this time on your mm -hmm. stage? Yes. Someone could be gone, Rhonda. And mm -hmm. if that's the case, what did you wish you would have said? Did you, could you have told someone that out of the blue that you love them? Do you wish you would have had lunch with them or a coffee or a tea or a supper? We need to really recognize that we're only here for a very short time, for a very short time. And the idea is to make sure that we make the most of time through love, through presence, through childlike innocence, and especially to be able to create the magic for children. Because if we can create the magic for children, I believe we create the magic for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And when you create the magic for children, they remember that fondly when oh, they sure. become an adult. And, and when we put that love and caring and feeling around our families, uh, it carries with them for much longer than we think, doesn't it? Oh, sure. I mean, as a result, you know, we all grew up as adults way too fast. The idea is let the children be children, and the children must be greater than the parents. We should acknowledge that, and we should want that, because if the children aren't greater than the parents, the world cannot progress. So the one security we have in life is love. You don't have enough love, you are insecure. But if you do have enough love, 
you'll find that love brings everything into assembly. It brought you and I into assembly right at conception, Rhonda. Mm -hmm. Love brings everything into assembly. So whatever you're worrying about this year, don't worry. Just understand that God is love. Those words are interchangeable in my world. And that's what I teach in my classes, that God is love. And God brings, love brings everything into assembly. So if you know that, then honestly, just be love. Just trust love. And you'll see what can happen in your life. A lot of the knots can come undone. Mm-hmm. Well, and when you breathe love into your heart, your heart starts to expand and it expands out and people feel that. They feel that energy. They feel that loving energy because we know when we're stressed, the energy that we're, um, <clears throat> that is in our field, uh, we appear to be unapproachable. Nobody yes. wants to go near that, right? <laughs> Because um, we feel other people's energy, even though we don't see it. Um, their backs may be turned and we know their energy is approachable or unapproachable. And I find that to be the biggest mystery of life. I find that to be magic. Because once people can feel that God love in their heart, uh, everything changes around you. Everything does. Everything does. Love is the great equalizer. Love is the great equalizer. It will remove your depression. It will remove your, uh, your, your, your anger. It will remove and replace it with peace. Love and peace are bedfellows. And this is a time of year at Christmas time about love and peace. Be the champion within your family to bring love and peace and watch what happens. It will start to spread. It will start to spread in your family and throughout the season. Love and magic come together with being present. And the future, I believe, belongs to those who live immensely, intensely, I should say, in the present. Mm-hmm. So this Christmas season, I'd suggest that I invite people to take time to contemplate waking up spiritually. And remember, that of what you contemplate expands. So if you're thinking about worry, well, worry is a prayer for what you don't want. So let's stay away from worry. Let's contemplate love, that of what you contemplate expands. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's so true. It's uh, setting your intentions and uh, what you, the intentions that you set is what comes back to you. It's like a boomerang. Yes. Um, right. And yes. Uh, it uh, comes back to you. So if you need, and this Christmas, if you need and you want love, then feel love and love will come to you. More love will come to you. And people don't, re- some people don't realize that. Um, it starts with you. It starts with the light within you uh, to light up other people. This is so true. Do you have some more words of wisdom before we start to wrap up the show? Well, I want to say that Noel is such a beautiful word. 
it's not just N-O-E-L. It's K-N-O-W-W-E-L-L. Know well that love is your sanity post. It is the basis of Christmas, you know. So I charge you, Rhonda, and all your listeners to be a Noel from here in. And with the custodian of this knowledge that awakens people, spread the word, spread the energy about you and how you see this season starting this year, that you're going to make the most of this Christmas season for those in your life that you love, and you're going to take this season and make it your best ever through love. So hopefully you keep the moment sacred, and hopefully from now on you remember it as your benchmark for the rest of the year. What happens, Rhonda, if if more of the human race know and practice exactly this? You know what happens? We got magic. We got to take our power back at this time of chaos within, within the world. We have to take our power back by saying, I choose love. I choose presence. Mm-hmm. So true. Do you want to tell people uh, your website again so that they may uh, take a look around? Sure. We hold classes remotely through Zoom. And we have... Uh, coaches that can uh, that can be engaged but it's you'll get to see all about it at our website which is www.thecft.ca and my name my name is Zayla Z-A-L-A-H my name is Zayla and you can find a lot about me on YouTube and through the CFT uh, and, and other social venues. And so if you like what we have to say today, we'd love to talk to you first. And you're more than more than welcome to join what it is that we are promoting within the world, which is love and peace. And it's not just at Christmas time, it's year-round. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. And thank you to my extraordinary guest, Sela. I've loved having you on the show again. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Rhonda. Merry Christmas to you. And may you have lots of magic this year, Rhonda. Thank you very much. And the same to you. Merry Christmas, Sayla, to you and your family. And thank you so much for sharing such beautiful stories and wisdom with our listeners again. Theme song for the Rhonda Grant Show is Sun on the Water, composed and performed by my friend John Park Wheeler. This is Rhonda Grant with The Rhonda Grant Show, author of Magical Forces Within, Extraordinary Discoveries in an Ordinary Life, inviting you to look for the magical forces within yourself today and every day. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Thanks for joining in. Thanks for tuning in to The Rhonda Grant Show with your host, Rhonda Grant. If you would like to find out more information about Rhonda and her upcoming guests and the work that she does, go to her website, rhondagrantauthor.com. That's rhondagrantauthor.com. 